baby doors. They like the hot beats. Last week, we're coming back again with more hot beats this week. And I can't dance no more. I'm not dancing. I'm not going to the playoffs. I'm not going to the fucking loser bracket. Everyone's getting benched in a week. You know, here we are. This is my season. Doors, this is all you this week, because I could not care less. But it's on un- this season and fantasy just doesn't matter to me anymore. Yeah, but it's unbelievable that you're maintaining such a positive attitude despite the circumstances. You're always coming in with the hot tracks. You're doing this for the boys. You're not even doing it for yourself. And I appreciate and respect that. So thank you for showing up for everybody week uh, week 13 here, one week ahead uh, of the final week of the season, Tones. It's episode 96. Crazy of the fourth and long pod. We said if we did five more to end the season, we would hit 100. Can we do it? I don't know, but we're here for another week, Tones. Here we go. Let's fucking do it. This week was dicey, but we're getting it done. Yeah. Um, An update from my world, Tones, because things may not be coming up, Tones, but they're coming up doors lately. Um, The Finns are the one seed in the AFC. I'm playing Rich this week for a potential bi-week play-in game. Um, in guillotine league, I overcame a 30 point deficit. Thanks to Jamar chase on Monday night to continue keeping my head. There's now five teams remaining of that 20 team league. And I am laughing now with Tyree kill on my lineup. I started Kenny Pickett in week one of this, of this fucking league. And I'm somehow still in, I know it's not the league we're talking about. I drafted Tyree kill. You're welcome. (laughs) He's been passed around a few times. (laughs) <laughs> Hasn't he? Uh, more on football before we get to the uh, the pool that we're supposed to be talking about today, and that's the hold my dick, hold my, hold my dick, hold my, hold, oh my god, we haven't done that in a while. Hold my dick. Yeah, my voice won't take me there. I'm actually quite sick right now. Um, not great, but that's fine. The survivor pool Tough. is over. It's done. A four way tie slash loss to end the season, which is Ugh. just not what you want to see. Uh, congrats to Carlo, uh, my former hair guy. Uh, Rich Ben, congrats. Um, Doug Payton, who many people on this, uh, many people listening to this podcast know and love stud and, uh, my uncle Dino, congrats to everybody for splitting $335. Can, can, can I comment on this? Yes, please. A four way split in a survivor league this small (laughs) is unacceptable. I know it's unacceptable. Ride it out. You little babies. It's week 13. I don't care no, that no. you have to take the commanders next week. No, they all, grow a pair no, no, no. And do it. No, no. They all got eliminated this week, Tones. Oh. Yes. I'm sorry. Wow, I should have clarified. I did not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought they just said, you know what? We're done. No. Okay. So they, D- who did they all take? So D- well, who Dino, were the teams? Dino picked week? the Steelers on Thursday, got eliminated. And then it was three guys on the Jags, uh, Rich, Doug, and Carlo, all on the Jaguars, who lost mm. on Monday. So there's no other way of doing it. You can't just say, oh, because yeah, yeah, there's yeah. only four left, we okay. have to keep it going. That's unfair to everybody okay. else who got eliminated on their losses, right? So that's just, it's shitty. Okay, but fair enough. But that's the way it is. I take it back. No, it's okay. I take it back. I thought there was some cowardly behavior going on, and I uh, rescind my previous angst. All good. All good. Um, Onwards. <laughs> earlier in the season, I want to talk one thing football before we get to the pool. Earlier in the season, we did some Super Bowl predictions. I remember my prediction. Do you remember yours by chance? Oh, I definitely don't. I have no fucking idea. Coming, it probably involved the Bengals, who are last in the <laughs> AFC North right now. I feel really good about my 49ers half of that pick. Loving what I'm seeing out of San Fran. Talked to Rich earlier today. Just didn't see it it's from great. his They're Eagles great. this week. Um, and, and San Fran yeah. is very scary. Not so crazy about my Chiefs. The Chiefs pick. Because they look weak. They just don't look like they've got it right now. But they have a good defense. How many... How many times are we going to do this? I know. With This is the Pats again. It's yep. an all-time great coach. Yep. It's an all-time great quarterback. 
Who gives a shit who the weapons are? Is Travis Kelsey still there? Yeah. Can they run the ball? Yeah. Is their defense still rock solid? Absolutely. Don't be shocked if they're there at the end. The concerns sure. are concerns, 100%. But when it comes game time in the fucking AFC championship game, I'm betting on Patrick Mahomes almost every time. Yeah, I agree. I totally understand. And as an AFC watcher, seeing the Dolphins in there, I don't think the Dolphins are Super Bowl bound. It's great to see where they are now. But I am, yeah, of course, afraid of the Chiefs in December, no matter where they're playing, Mm -hmm. whether it's my home or their home or whatever it is. I have a quick question for you, football-wise. How can football get any worse for you this year? Um, From a fantasy perspective, from watching the Saints, Derek Carr is injured, but is that actually good for you? No, I want to just, I want YOLO Jameis to just do some fun things. You know, is that so hard? Is that so much to ask? Um, no, Derek Carr sucks. David Carr, did you see his take yesterday? The other car? <laughs> the other car who's a bozo and is somehow employed on television with a straight face on ESPN says that the Eagles should bench Jalen Hurts and start Marcus Mariota because, air quotes, the big picture, they're trying to get to the Super Bowl, and Hurts needs to rest. Whoa. This is a real take. <laughs> like, this is a real person that makes hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions, to talk about football on national TV, said that they should, the, the, the head coach should walk up to Jalen Hurts, who's healthy, and say, hey, pal, take a seat for a couple games. What? Is he healthy? Like, <laughs> is he healthy, healthy? I know he, he's fucking healthy. He's not been on the injury report, but I thought he was dinged up. No, I mean, of course he's dinged up. It's week 13. Yeah. The whole fucking league is dinged that's up. Fair. But like, it's just the most insane take I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. Like, that's fucking asinine. Like, go, go pull it up. Anyway, yes, football sucks for me this year. In general, it's just not good. Yeah. Like Brady came out and said it like, oh, I said it before Brady, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're ahead of the curve in this pod, you know, (laughs) the football quality is not good. Like, have you looked at the quarterback matchups going into week 14 this week? Like we're watching like, well, not even Tim Boyle, Tim Boyle's cut now. It's some other fucking loser, Strev something like, I don't know, like the matchups suck. Everyone gets hurt. We have all these rules to protect quarterbacks and yet guys are still banged up. Aaron Rodgers ain't coming down miraculously with his fucking perfect Achilles and his weirdo doctors. Like it's not happening. It's just bad. It's bad football all around. It's not very enjoyable. Name like two iconic games from this year. You can't, you can't No. lions. Chargers was really good. Like two weeks ago. That's pretty much all I remember. Every other primetime game has sucked. Yeah. There hasn't been a lot of overly exciting, like Sunday afternoon slates. I'm just, I don't know. It's just not good. Maybe it's just because I'm sour on my, my fantasy, my saints, everything. But it's just, it's not good stuff. No, and a lot of injuries too to quarterbacks. We see injuries every year from fantasy where, you know, all of a sudden our starting running backs and our starting receivers are all going down. But like we're losing quarterbacks left, right, and center. And I'm not saying that Kenny Pickett's any good, but like Mitch Trubisky versus Bailey Zappi on Thursday night has an over under of 29 <laughs> and a half. I don't think I've ever seen anything under 30. 29 and a half. Dude. <laughs> Because how are either of those teams going to score a touchdown? And what I was thinking is, go over because hope for a Thursday night debacle. Hope for that random safety. Hope for that fumble on the 10-yard line scooped up by TJ Watt and carried into the end zone. It's like something weird. Who's hurt, by the way. Oh, perfect. Yeah, of course. Yeah, add add him to the list. Like, it's just awful. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't think I've ever seen 29. I don't think I've ever seen a 20s. That's wild. Crazy. Holy shit. And I don't even think it's supposed to be That's a bad crazy. weather game. But anyway, I digress. Tones, Yikes. we're doing a couple things different today. And we're going to get to it pretty quickly because we're both technically on the clock uh, with work. We won't talk about that. That's fine. 
First, I'm going to start with crazy implications for week 14 matchups because we talk about the NFL going to the extra week and how that really kind of screws everyone up and it's such a long season. And I kind of talked about it last year with fantasy football. I'm okay with it this year when we get what we're getting now. I'm going to take you through this. Give mm-hmm. me 30 seconds, all right? Franco versus mm-hmm. Nick. First of all, holy shit, 1v2. Nick is playing for his buy here. And there's a good chance that if he loses, he falls out of number two because of the next matchup I want to talk about, which is me versus Rich. Playing for the number two or the number three seed are Rich and I. Rich killing me in the points four, which means a loss by me actually would bump me down to the four seed. He's got the tiebreaker. Rich could be the two seed with a Nick loss this week. You with me so far? Mm. Yeah, I am. Dan versus Ryan. Dan is in. Guys, let's just call it what it is. I know that the math doesn't say that he's got a star beside his name, but Dan is in, okay? The points for deficit for teams below him is way too steep. So Dan could either be the five or the six seed with a win or a loss to Ryan. Doesn't matter for Ryan either way. But then we move to Rob and you. Rob is in seventh place. A loss and he's out no matter what because he's not in the playoffs. But a win and he needs a loss from Mike who plays CRG. If Mike wins, he's in, period. But if he loses to Janera, he's out on points four. If Rob wins and Janera wins, Rob needs to maintain that 20-point points four advantage to stay ahead of him. Dude, my brain is exploding. I did a few notes before we started here. Every single matchup affects the other, and every single seed is on the line. I've never seen that before, except Ryan, who is just in last, and there he will remain. But every other seed is on the line heading into this week. That is obscene. Your thoughts? That's great. That's exciting. That's exciting stuff. Uh, I will pay attention to none of it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm outdoors. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. That's fair. All right, Tom. You had a great idea. No, it's great. No, no, no. In all seriousness, it's great stuff. (laughs) This is exactly what you want fantasy to be. This is what how you if you were to design a league and how it's going to end. This is how you would design it. So yes, it's excellent stuff. I'm looking forward to it all. Um, we will talk about it hopefully next week when uh, all this shit goes down. Again, we've been here too many times before. You know what I want? Maximum chaos. I want somehow CRG sneaking in. You know what I mean? I would love some like just wild shit. I want maximum heartbreak. Uh, I'm looking forward to it all. I'm excited. It's going to be good. I love it. I was saying before, will Rob spend a dollar of fat? That's all I need to know. That's what I'm looking at for the rest of the year. I just, because we'll get off Franco's back. If Rob maintains a hundred bucks come week 17, I'll be upset. For the league history, I know that Rob in the loser bracket or in the playoffs always spends all of his remaining money to get down to something close to zero to make it look like he's actually spent. I can't wait for the week 16 or 17 defense pickup of a hundred dollars for, you know, Green Bay's defense or whatever it is. It's going to be great. Can't wait. And you know what? I'd appreciate that. That would just make me happy. Yeah. That'd make my heart smile. That's all we want, man, is for you to be happy right now. We know you're you're going through it right now. (laughs) (laughs) You guys don't know the half of it. Whoa, whoa. Um, You had a great idea coming into today. We're going to do a variation of the matchups, but not go through the recaps. What do you have for us, Tones? Um, I I thought it'd be funny. I've been kicking around this idea in my head for a while, but, like, wouldn't it be fun? Like, let's, let's just compare... Like, which NFL team and relate them to which manager? Like, basically, I am what representation of an NFL team? Boy, I'm explaining this weirdly. Does that make any sense? Yeah, basically, there's 10 guys in our league. Every single one will pin an NFL franchise to and explain why we think they're similar. Boom. 
we're comparing somebody to an NFL team. A hundred percent. I think the way to okay. do this is with? that we can start matchup at a time and just go through the two guys in that matchup. For the sake of mm. just saying it, we'll give Franco the, the respect he deserves. And the one seed in our league who is now 11-2 and two is Franco, defeating Mike, who's 6-7. and seven. 139 from Franco, 124 from Mike. Congrats to Mike for putting up 124. He's still putting up points. So, Tones, I don't care that Kamara had 25 and that Nico Collins had 29. What I care is, who is Franco like? from an NFL team's perspective. I'm going to go with the San Francisco 49ers. Mm. They're good. When they're good, they're good. Yeah. When he, they're ass, they're ass. Like they bought him out and get a Nick Bosa. Really good drafters, right? Always yeah. kind of there, but can't quite win the big one. That's who I got for Franco. Who do you got? That's really, really good. And I considered that, but I didn't consider the drafting piece of it. I think you took it to the next level. That's mm. an A plus for you. I put the Bills um, for similar reasons. Um, like that. Always competing. No one really ever talking about them as a serious contender, though. I think that's the caveat that we have to talk about. But you know mm. that Franco and the Bills will be lingering come playoff time every single year. Um, they can both put up some really big points. But just when the playoffs roll around, it's time for them to let you down uh, when you expect more. So that's that's my comp. And hey, Franco could prove me wrong. Looking like a juggernaut this year at 11-2. and two, So you never know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Debo Samuel, eh? This whole Niners passing attack has been... I, I overlooked them. Yet again. I think I had Brock Purdy doubts. Yeah. But Debo's been really good. Ayuk was a huge value in our league. Yeah. Really interesting to see how all that's kind of come about. Like, Debo just had 33 fucking points, man. Yeah. That is crazy good. Um, especially Kamara's a beast. Especially the value that was exchanged for that because the trade I'm just going to make sure I'm just going to say it and then check after, but I'm quite certain the trade was Franco trades a second and George Pickens to Genera for a fourth and Debo Samuel. And the value was always a two. I I spoke to Christian about Debo, but my fear was the injury of him coming back and being hurt. Mm. I know that Debo was worth a two when he's on the field, but with so many mouths to feed and the injury and all that, I just didn't take the shot on it. Franco did. And for a guy that I always chirp for not taking shots, he went and got a guy who's been incredibly impactful for him. It's even worse. It's Pickens and a fourth for Debo and an eighth. So just an incredible move from Franco. Congratulations to him. That's No, that's so classic, Franco. Let me tack on this young player so it degrades the pick. Hey, if it works, it works. But yeah. Yeah, the second was for Hertz. I was confused about that too because I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, no, How did right. he have two seconds? No, but right. Anyway. Yeah. Um, concerns, Keenan Allen. What happened to early season Keenan Allen? Yeah. He's kind of slowing down a little bit. He's kind of dinged up. That's okay. Adam Thielen shouldn't be an issue because why would he ever be in his starting lineup again once Devontae Adams is back? Yep. Um, I think we're trending towards dual tight end in the playoffs here. I really do. Because like Brian Robinson, you can't totally trust. Jordan Addison, you can't totally trust. Damian Pierce kind of becoming sort of interesting. Got a ton of work on the weekend. Like 15 carries, gets the touchdown. It was horribly inefficient. And this guy is just clearly not very good. But like, I don't know. I think we're trending towards Dalton Kincaid and Travis Kelsey. One-two punch, tight end and flex there. I think that's where we're getting to. And wouldn't that be fitting for Franco to win the title with dual tight end with dual tight ends? I would love that. Of course. Just to rub it in our faces. What injury he's in trouble. But you mentioned Addison. JJ seemingly coming back by all accounts. He's supposed to be coming here with Minnesota competing. So right. Addison, while still could be effective, might not be the same wide receiver one 
And maybe this is better no. for him. Maybe it's different, you know, putting himself in a different spot um, with a, a alpha on the field is actually a better situation for him. But we'll see. Yeah, no Kirk, though, is tricky. Yeah. Yeah. If Kirk was there, I'd be like, yep, for sure. But yeah. I don't know. That's tough. It's a tough ask. Who is Mike? Uh, Mike's side of things. Disappointing day from Amon Ross St. Brown, considering how crazy that game was. They put up 33 points. He had two catches. That's just weird. Yeah. Thankfully, saves it with a touchdown. Nico Collins. So, so the running gag here is Mike Dotto. Anybody under the age of 24 <laughs> that has any good week ever is just a keeper. Like Nico Collins, I dare you to keep him. Go ahead. Yeah. Love Nico Collins, but let's make her relax here. Um, the big story here, though, is Ramondre, right? He's probably done for the year. <laughs> Um, and now Ezekiel Elliott apparently is like worth money on the waiver wire, which is great. Uh, who got him? Somebody spent big. I, I perused it as I was half asleep waking up this morning. That was me. Was it you? It was me. How much? 21 bucks. Let me pull it up here. No way. I had too much. I spent it. For the New England running back? <laughs> Hey man, listen. What the? Listen. If I hate it, you, you, we know the rule. <laughs> if I hate it, it's gonna be great. It's gonna just be excellent. He's gonna have three touchdowns next week. That's awesome. I wanted to. Um, I wanted to. Make yeah, sure I was shocked I to him. see that he wasn't on Mike's team anymore. I was like, when did he drop him? That's wow. I think the biggest story of the uh, week did. Did Mike bid on him? I need to know. Oh, he oh, did one dollar. Yeah. Wow, Mike, the love is gone, eh? <laughs> I think the big story you have to keep in mind is the drop of Isaiah Likely to pick up and start Kate Auten, who received zero catches on the week. Um, just an incredible. <laughs> I mean, tight end roll the dice like who the fuck knows there's seven guys that matter which is an uptick from the three that used to matter but yeah he, if you don't have one of those seven guys it's just it's disgusting hold on, like hold on, hold i need on. a tight end this week because logan thomas is on a buy and i'm like i don't like i don't even i don't care like none of these guys you can't even predict who's going to be good like sure i'll just pick up john smith and hope he gets a random goal line carry like he did a few weeks ago but stupid but kate Otten didn't even get targeted he was a literal zero in every way that's so funny it's great tones who so is stupid. mike dotto team mike dotto's team most like in the nfl oh who do i have for mike oh <laughs> he laughs Mike's gonna hate this one mike is the atlanta falcons fittingly oh, as we were just talking about them ouch he had the one year where you fluked your way to success get to a super bowl the Falcons case, they didn't win it and they choked it away. Mike actually won it. Respect and credit there. But low-key, they actually don't know what they're doing. Right? They're just drafting players that are exciting. <laughs> they put them on the field and they just say, hey, hopefully this works. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. They squandered elite years from guys like Julio Jones. I don't know. That's who I got. I actually found it a little tricky to get a Mike guy, but I'm going with Atlanta. I am going to give Mike a little more credit, but also slander him <laughs> at the same time. I'm going with the Rams. Ooh. And here's why I'm going with the Rams. Because with both Mike and Los Angeles, are you good or are you bad? Do you try to be good and then end up being good or end up being bad? Um, this year's LA team, we thought they were going to be bad. Mike tried to be bad and is, sold, is selling and now he's in a playoff spot. Win a championship, lose in a championship, bottom out, regain all your lost draft picks. I think Mike is a roller coaster, very much like this Rams franchise since they moved to LA. And I think that they've both mm -hmm. fallen ass backwards into great players like Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua, the same way that Mike has just randomly fallen into guys like Derrick Henry and Amara St. Brown without even knowing that they were going to be good. Mm -hmm. That's my comp. I like that. I like that a lot. That's a good one. Great. I got somebody else for the Rams and it's just perfect. Ooh, I'm excited. Love it. Next matchup, 
Who's next? Next matchup is I got Dan beating you. Dan is six and seven in fifth place. You have four wins. You're in ninth. Tough. Um, Dan has another big week this week. Really impressive across the board. Even though he lost Tank Dell with zero points in that game, Dan puts up 137. Um, two points from Kansas City's defense. Some big, big performances. And Patty Mahomes only has 14. So Dan has found ways every single week to score. Um, and it's been really impressive to see. And we know, you know, both of us have been on, on the Dan bandwagon. You recently jumped back on. We talked about it last week. But um, do you want to, any thoughts before the comp? Or did you want to go right into it? No, his team's, his team's really good. Um, and things are trending in the right direction. I know you're Mr. Matchup guy. Have you seen Bijan's playoff sked? Yeah. It's pretty tasty. Yeah. It's pretty tasty. Carolina, Indy, Chicago. Oh, mama. In games, in games that Atlanta needs too, right? You got to give your the ball to the best guy on the field if you're trying to win games to be a playoff team. So all that being said, be prepared for, you know, six carries for 22 yards and one target inexplicably. Yeah, get ready. But no, it's 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 all trending in the right direction. Um, Again, it just keeps happening, right? Like Derrick Henry gets hurt. No problem. Tajay Spears, who like at this point might legitimately be better for fantasy than Derrick Henry. And with that's me understanding that Derrick Henry is really good. Yep. But don't be surprised if Tajay with his pass catching prowess puts up some serious numbers if he's the main guy. Tajay is a guy I fucking absolutely loved out of Tulane. I was super into him. I really wanted the Saints to get him. Thought he'd be a perfect Kamara replacement down the line. But yeah, Dan's team is is rounding out nicely. Some injuries to be worried about. Like I said, Derrick Henry, Puka banged up. Tank Dell going to the IR, which is just really, really disappointing. But um, remember now, he's got Hawkinson coming back in. He's got Josh Jacobs coming back in. DJ Moore can slot into his lineup. Uh, Terry McLaurin had a just... You know, he had that quote where he just did not get much work. He had, yeah, I think he had three targets, no catches against the Finns, which is just pathetic. So don't be surprised if he comes, like, he's got the bye next week. But don't be surprised if he gets a squeaky wheel coming out of the bye. So sure. wouldn't be shocked if he starts him in a playoff game and he actually goes off. So Dan's got some options. It's not over. End of the day, man, the nucleus is strong. The running backs are good. CD Lamb, as long as he continues to do what he's been doing, should be just, just fine. Yep. I agree. I like Dan's team a lot. And you mentioned Hawkinson, Jacobs, and DJ Moore all in a bye this week. Those are all players that on yeah. any given week are in a starting lineup. Hawkinson's the yeah. tight end one right now, and we're talking about a guy who still put up 137 points. Uh, who's yeah. Dan's comp in your eyes? Who do I got for Dan? Oh, I got the Eagles Ooh, for Dan. We very close Well-run organization, no one to tank, and just fucking, they just trade a lot. They're just like, oh, big name player out there? Let me just grab him. Oh, DeAndre Swift's there? I'll just take you. Oh, need a corner? Oh, let's just get Bradbury in here. We'll just fucking, just just collect. Just collect. And here they are as a legitimate contender. Dan's the Eagles. I actually have Dan as a division rival in the Cowboys. And for Ooh. one reason and one reason only. Because Dan is Jerry Jones. We're just all playing in Dan's world. And he... Stripper? No, oh, oh, sorry. He, he, sorry. He'll take... He'll take big swings at any player that he can find. He'll make big trades. Always going to make the big splash. Oh, Zeke in the first round of the NFL draft? Sure, yeah, I'll just I'll just take that, even though everyone says I shouldn't do it. Dan will just do the craziest shit we've ever seen. Trade multiple first-round mm. draft picks to get guys that he thinks are going to be impactful. And then if he sees that it's not working, just figure it out and blow it all up again. So never afraid is Dan, just like Jerry. And I've got Dan as the Cowboys. I like it. I like it. All right, who's next? It's you. 
on the other end of that matchup, Tones? Uh, like, like, what do we, th- what do we even talk about, Doors? This team's ass. I'm moving on. We're 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 on to 2024. <laughs> Joe Mixon had 26 <laughs> points. Great, good for him. Great. So with Jake Browning, who's actually good. So we both agree on what team you are. So I'll just say it, and you can expand on it. You are very. We both agree. You are very clearly the Chargers. You have to be the. Chargers. I am so the Chargers. You have to. Be. I am so the Chargers. You find creative uh, ways to lose every single week. Brandon Staley is running your organization. Just wrong decision after wrong decision, and then bad luck. You have great talent every single year. Everyone expects you to be a top five team in your conference, in this case, a top five team in the league. And you find ways to miss the playoffs with just exceptional talent that you have to end up trading away or gets hurt for the year like Mike Will. Your thoughts? Yeah, it's bang on. I, I am the Chargers. It's no question, which is fitting because every year I talk myself into the Chargers. I am off the bandwagon. I am done until that loser is fired. Oh, man. Tough. Got to change my fortunes here. The next match. Me and Justin Herbert, though. Great flows. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Next matchup, we're moving on to the guy who just put up <laughs> who just put up 163 points this week in Rich Ben, who is heating up at the absolute right time, no matter who is and is not healthy in his lineup. Rich. Hold on. Didn't he have 170 something last week? Was that last week? Was that last week? Am I crazy? No, oh, 133. Never mind. No. No, hold on. I'm looking at my shit. Hold on. Yeah, he did. He went 170 last week, 163 this week. Is that good? Mamma mia. It's pretty good. 129 and a loss the week before. Who is that? Tones? <laughs> Crazy. Uh, good for Rich. Sorry. Didn't mean to cut you off, but I just thought. No, of that no. That's that moment. awesome. That's awesome. I'm sure Rich appreciates it. Um, he's crushing it right now. There's no other way to say it. Every single guy that he's picked up um, has been a great move. Tyreek, Pacheco. Even fucking James Conner coming up with 22 points this week. It's just working for mm-hmm. Rich right now. There's consistency across the board. I'm facing him this week, as I mentioned, in an attempt to try to get that buy, steal it away from Nick. I'm afraid. I truly am afraid of this team right now, and I think everybody should be. So um, your thoughts on Rich before we go to the comps? Yeah, team's really good. Disappointing week out of Zach Moss, who I picked up in another league and was thrilled to have him, but and definitely thought, expected more. Um, but I think better days are ahead for this guy and for him to have them it's unbelievable i mean it's fucking great like uh, like the semifinal matchup against pittsburgh is dynamite for him like sign me right up i think it's actually great news that jonathan taylor is going to be pretty much out for the year so he doesn't have to worry about what we talked about last week where oh if he comes back in week you know two weeks you have to start him in the playoffs or not i mean it sounds like he's done for the year really does so um, yeah, I, this team is unbelievable. Like yet again, AJ Brown, Tyreek Hill, Michael Pittman trio, just fucking dominating every single one going over a hundred yards, every single one getting a ton of receptions, with the exception of Tyreek who just needs five to get fucking 157 yards. Cause that's what he does. Sorry. Two, two, my bad. Wait, what, what the fuck is Yahoo doing here? Always doing something. It says two receptions. Oh, two receiving. T- oh, okay, that's stupid. Uh, I'm just. I just can't read. Yes, five oh, receptions. I, I am right. Yeah. yeah, you see what I mean? <laughs> I was like, I missed the TD. <laughs> it said two receptions, then five receptions. I'm like, what? That's and I great. forgot about TD. Anyway, we're trying here, boys. We're trying. Um, yeah, his team's really, really fucking good. Insert Josh Allen into this lineup next week. Yeah. Oh my god! I know it's incredible. Good luck, everyone. December, good December. Luck. Josh Allen. Here we go. I love that he took Chris Olave, who's not on his roster, with a top three pick, and then followed up with the seventh overall pick being Aaron Jones, who's a a bum, 
hasn't been able to be on the field all year long. And Jonathan Taylor, who's one of his keepers, has been largely unhealthy and unavailable for various reasons throughout the year. The, the contract situations, whatever, all this stuff going on. So just incredible that he's doing what he's doing, considering that, right? The draft matters, but it doesn't. He's made smart moves and he's made the right pickup. So congrats to Rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, my comp for Rich is the Detroit Lions. Ooh, okay. Before he won the chip, this was I had a tough time with Rich, but before yeah. he won the chip, I think he was kind of just there. It wasn't ever like a huge major monster contender, if memory serves me right, but also wasn't like horrible. Like he wasn't like doing terrible, stupid, boneheaded things. Just kind of there. And I know Detroit, we can shit on them and and pretty much our whole adult lives, they've been that laughing stock. But now they've kind of figured it out, right? Rich has figured it out. And all of a sudden, they're going to be good for a very, very long time. Rich is in that stretch right now. I know he kind of rebuilt last year. It's all good. Teams can have a down year. It's fine. Rich is here to stay, and he's here to stay for a while. Same as the Detroit Lions. You're welcome, Dan. Love that. I have, I'm going to the other conference here, and I'm going with the Baltimore mm. Ravens for Rich because mm. you don't want to play this guy in December. Um, he's always competitive. He's won a championship in the last 10 years. We're talking about the last 10 years of this league. Um, and he has stars as keepers and just goes about his business without any distractions, some consistency with rich, some consistency with Lamar and Andrews and the defense with Baltimore. Just, you're, you're, you don't want to play this guy. You don't want to, you never do always a good record. Well coached, you know, just rich doing a great job. So that's my comp. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it a lot. His opponent. I have the Ravens. Surprised by that. Yeah. His comp this week, uh, his comp in this matchup, it's uh, it's Genera who loses again. Um, we know he traded all of his guys. It is what it is. Um, I don't have a lot to say about Genera's team until we get to the loser bracket. But guess what? He might <laughs> make the playoffs because that's still on the table. <laughs> so we'll see where it goes. But um, yeah, I mean, there's a couple pieces here. Christian Watson, big game on his bench. He's hurt now. Don't even know if he's playing next week. Um, I don't really know what I'm getting out of this team every week, but there are still pieces for the future and 91 is not going to do it. But when you lose by 70 points, it doesn't really matter. Um, I think that his comp was one of the funniest and most fun to do. So I don't know if you want to take that or if you have any thoughts on his team before we go on. Not much. I think DeAndre Swift's injury is worth monitoring. Um, it's also just shitty. Like Brees Hall just has to break off a big run in order to be like Brees Hall. Yeah. Because this quarterback play is just, it's terrible. The offensive line sucks. Like it's just really tough. And it's just, here we go. And like, I, you know, I keep saying the same shit over and over again. When it's it's hard to find these keepers because their situation matters so much. And now we're going to be entering year three with Brees Hall next year with, again, a 41-year-old quarterback who's coming off an Achilles injury that, you know, with a shitty offensive line that unless they rebuild all five spots this offseason, which is almost impossible, you're kind of wondering what you're getting here. And if he has another slow start to the year next year, it's kind of like, okay, is this guy continuing to be a keeper or not? That's the only thing. Like, I just think... Let's see how Brees Hall finishes the year. Let's see how DeAndre Swift stays. Like, if he's done for the year, let's say. Let's say Swift mixes the next two two or so games, comes back, and he's kind of whatever. Is he a keeper? I don't know. It's a question that CRG is going to be yeah. asking himself all summer. But those are the two things I'm very much looking at for Christian coming down the stretch. Those two guys. Yeah. Dallas defense, his best player this year with a whopping two points on Thursday Night Football. Not great super duper cool good news oh though God, for Brees hall and the jets yikes. they get their franchise quarterback back in zach wilson breaking news he will start 
next week. Oh my god, he's back. Baby. The the story of him just basically <laughs> quiet quitting on the Jets is it's the best. Zach like, Wilson, and good for him, man. Good for him. Like they demoted him to third string, and he's like, yeah, I don't fuck you guys. I don't want to play. Like, yeah, good. Good for you, man. Like, you know, is, you suck, but like, you know, good for you. Is Zach Wilson like, you, not, They made their bed. Is Zach Wilson Go not ahead. Alex Moran from Blue Mountain State? Just doesn't yes, want to play. I saw, oh. Doesn't want to be there. Just somebody, somebody, t- somebody tweeted out that clip. I think it was from the first episode where, or like, you keep playing like that, Moran. Uh, you're gonna be starting soon. And he like comes back in and throws a pick. And he's like, oh, and he comes back in and throws like a terrible pass. I was like, that's Zach Wilson. Like the cash was like Zach Wilson in practice. I was like, yes, Blue Mountain State, so shout good. out. So good. What I thought I was show. being original there, but I guess not. Um, who's no? I, just, I thought it was pretty. Thanks, good. man. Who's Janera's comp for you? Uh, who do I got for Janera? I got the Cowboys. This one Ooh. was a tough one for me as well. Interesting. I got the Cowboys because they're always just kind of lurking there, but can never get over the hump. The Cowboys hump is making a championship game. CRG's hump is winning a playoff game. Yeah. He gets there, but actually, fuck, that is kind of like the Cowboys. They get there. Their team can look however they want to look, yep. but you can't win a playoff game that's great. when it comes down to it. So that's CRG, I, Cowboys. I love that. I'm going to go a little darker uh, than that, but I am oh going to go the Cleveland Browns for, for Genera. And the reason is because it, Damn. It, it doesn't matter the era the decade, whether it's a young team or an old team, playoffs or no playoffs, just always falling short in one way or another. And this year, with a great defense, the Browns, and Genera has Dallas's defense, which is the top defense in the league, it's still not enough to keep them afloat with a terrible offense, say the Browns mm-hmm. and Genera's team. So similarities that I couldn't ignore, and I hate to say it, but... I like that. Damn. That makes sense. Sorry, buddy. Damn. Or CRG. You and me, buddy. Next year. Oh, me and CRG are going to form a great collusion alliance next year. We're going to fucking win. Oh, it's going to be great. That's awesome. Yeah. Moving on, That's before right. we have to dive into that, is uh, second last matchup of the week. It's Nick with 131 defeating Ryan 111. Nick is 9-4 and four in second place, but just barely, as we're talking about. Uh, Ryan has two wins, 11 losses, but Brock Purdy had 29 points this week. What a stud. Um, Come on. MVP favorite, apparently. Like, like that, that's how down bad we are in the NFL this year. Give me a fucking break. It's, Brock Purdy wins the MVP. I may never watch the league again. But it has to be a quarterback, right? That's that's the stupid fucking rule with this award. It's it's certainly stupid, but your guy's been better than him. Jalen Hurts has been better than him. Dak Prescott's been better. Like, give me a break, man. Like, how many times do we have to fucking do this with the Niners quarterbacks? Brock Purdy is not even the MVP of his own fucking team. I would argue he's not even top five most important players on his own fucking team. How is he going to be the MVP of the league? It's crazy. Nah, can't happen. It won't happen. It's fine. It's apparently going to happen. He's the fucking odds-on favorite right now. It's early. It's early. Let's let's give Can't a few believe. other players it's some time to catch up here. It's ridiculous. I know I know we're late in the season, but it's still early from an MVP standpoint. One bad game, two picks. He's back down to third on that list, and it's it's changing so rapidly because there is no true favorite right now. And I haven't seen a situation like this in a long time where it's not clearly Mahomes or Brady in all the years of past. So it's just I don't know you. You honest to God don't think it's Jalen Hurts or even Dak? I think it's a two-horse race. Yeah. I mean, I would choose those two guys in a heartbeat over Brock Purdy. Yes, 100%. But I do think there's still room for that to change. I do think there's still room for a guy like Lamar to tear up the rest of the season and for Baltimore to grab that one seed because Lamar really hasn't been that good yet. I think it's just up for grabs, and I'm with you in that it's not Brock fucking Purdy, especially considering, like you said, there's like three or four offensive players on his team who would deserve it before him, including 
Debo, who's missed time, and McCaffrey, who's unbelievable and the heartbeat of that mm-hmm. offense. So, yes, yep. I'm with you. I get it. Um, I want to give a shout out to Nick Dotto, who won this matchup, obviously, for Mike Evans, because um, not only for drafting the guy with the first pick that Nick had in this year's draft, which was, I think, in the fourth or the fifth, whatever it was. But again, Mm -hmm. shout out to Mike Evans for being just forgotten about every year and shit on and would be in a different conversation in in the Dotto household from Mike perspective if he was in his starting lineup (laughs) last year. But he could have been a hero in fantasy. Instead, we look at him as a a dumping ground for all of our sorrows sometimes and uh, a longtime Rob team guy, Mike Evans, too. But just crushing it again. 162 this week, seven catches and a tutty. Congrats, Mike Evans. What a star. Excellent. Um. Eckler's kind of washed. It's sad. I think I'm done with Eckler. It's sad to watch, actually. It really is, because I love Eckler. I like his story. Uh, it's really bad. It's really, really, really fucking bad. Three points this week. Yikes. Like, borderline benchable in a playoff game. How do you trust him? He had six points three weeks ago, six points two weeks ago, three points this week. His yards Yikes. per carry, dude, in over half the games this year. Like, there are multiple games where he's averaging two or fewer yards per carry. And I know that he does it in the dude. receiving game, too, but we're just not really seeing it there either. This offense is just weird. Man, it was like that last year. We talked about it last year. Go look at his numbers. His touchdowns. numbers on the ground were not very good, and yeah. it was all touchdowns, man. I remember yep. talking about it. Yep. I remember that, um, The big news here is Christian Kirk, though, right? It is. Yeah, I agree Sounds with like he's done for the year. Yeah, that— Which is— a problem. It's a big problem if Nick didn't have Justin Jefferson coming back. And and that's mm, just been this true. long forgotten situation in Nick's team. And he's managed to stay afloat in a bye without JJ. Can you imagine this team getting JJ back? But the one thing I'll say, we said it last week. What does this offense yeah. look like without Kirk Cousins? What does JJ's production look like when he's only missed Kirk Cousins as his starting quarterback a couple times in his career? So I don't know what we're getting but slot that guy in, and unfortunately, Lockett has to stay in that starting lineup now mm-hmm. with the kind of pivot with him and Rashi Rice. So I'm not really sure how the lineup looks as we move forward, but that that's where we're at for Nick's team, unless there's a pickup to be made at some point in time. But Yeah, it's, it's scary. I feel like I'm a little down on Nick's team at this point in time. Yeah. That's terrifying to say because he always figures it out. And this team, we just you just don't bet against them. That's just that simple. You just don't bet against Nick's team. But uh, I don't know, man. I am I am slightly concerned about Nick going into the playoffs. Uh, wouldn't be shocked if it's a one and done depending on the matchup. But this is why. I think he needs that buy really, really badly. I agree. I think we all do, but yeah. I think for a team like this too, that's that's kind of going through it right now and get a healthier JJ in two weeks, I think I agree with you. Nick and Ryan, yeah. I'll let you pick who, and I'll let you pick who you want to start with, but oh. go for it for the comps. When I thought about this thing, Nick's was locked and loaded for a long time. It's the Rams. Why? Oh. Fuck them picks. That's why. Mm-hmm. It's the Rams. That's good. They don't care about picks. They are carried by... A handful of super, superstars that are like the best players at their position. Guys like Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey back in the day, Cooper Cup. And they just say, I don't give a shit. All the picks are gone. We're just not even going to show up to the draft every year. Uh, good luck to you all. And they end up winning, right? They end up winning. So it. it's the Rams. Nick is the Rams. I like that. I, again, didn't think of the draft pick scenario for that, but that's brilliant. I love that a lot. I'm going Nick is the Chiefs. Um, and the reason being is because whether Casey has a great offense or a great defense that carries them there, um, the best player in the league, um, or just a bunch of dudes who show up and make you think like, who the fuck is that guy? 
I think Nick Dotto just competes every year at a high level. And just like Mahomes and KC, Nick has one of the best players in fantasy in Christian McCaffrey. Uh, the window never really closes on either of those teams and franchises when that guy is on your team, even if the supporting cast is not that good. Um, JJ can be his Kelsey, um, but that's, I think, my comp. Always there, sometimes wins, sometimes doesn't, but he competes. I like it. For Ryan, this one's going to be controversial. You ready for this? Mine might be too. Go ahead. Ryan is Seattle, circa Legion of Boom Hmm. and the post-Legion of Boom era. He got your dynasty, right? You got your dynasty. Where are you now? How are you going to rebuild this team? Are you going to end up with Geno Smith as the face of the franchise in three years? Sure. Or are you going to be able to pull yourself out of it and be good again and open up a second window and not squander the Russell Wilson era and not squander your keepers who are now long gone from Ryan's team? Guys at Cooper Cup that got him there, right? Um, That's who I got for Ryan. It was a tough one, but that's who I got. Let's see how the rebuild is. You had your dynasty. Let's see where you go from there. I had a really tough time with Ryan too because seven years of of largely unsuccessful outputs from Ryan followed by back-to-back championships and the way that he went up and down and up and down, um, especially considering the height of his greatness. And so in a smaller sample size and in a vacuum, I've chosen to compare Ryan to the Patriots. Reason mm. being, we're talking about a dynasty run followed by a sad reality of being one of the worst teams you've ever seen. Um, but Ryan, just like Belichick, has hit the reset button at the right time. He deals players at the right time, gets out one year early on some dudes like Eckler and getting a chance at drafting future studs as the Pats will do in next year's draft. Patriots are looking at a one or two draft pick right now and they have their own pick and they're looking at getting a franchise quarterback. So Ryan, with all of his picks, might be doing it too. I think relatively well coached, well managed and doing things relatively the right way. Although the Patriots really have collapsed in a whole bunch of different ways this year. But Oh my God, disaster. That's my comp. What do we what do we and Ryan do if the Pats draft Marvin Harrison Jr.? What do you do? Like it's literally the worst possible place for him to go. It's like, oh no. Unless they Great. get unless they get like Gardner Minshew throwing to them. You know what I mean? Like an actual quarterback who can fill in and just like do a yeah. damn thing, but like Maybe they need a quarterback so badly. Their offense is terrible. They need it. They need an offensive mind to lead it too. That it's not just it. the quarterback. Like it's fucking Bill O'Brien and Belichick. Don't know what the fuck they're doing on that side of the no. field. Clearly that was just Brady. eh? like yeah. Brady just like, I got this. Like we're going to run this and off we go. Yeah. A study crazy, a guy man. who studies the game and studies offenses, but then also studies defenses and figure out how to figures out how, right. to, how to take advantage. Right. They also have right. no separation. The receivers are bad. There's just, just it's, ter- it's, it's terrible bad right now it's just bad i mean they desperately need marvin harrison it's just like man yeah what are you gonna get out of the him? quarterback right. would have no one to throw to and the receiver would have nobody to yeah get the ball from no matter who they draft exactly. but anyway yeah it's kind of a weird spot but hey bet on talent i guess who knows we wrap up the pod with the last matchup of the week here and it's me and rob 130 for me, 113 for Rob. Rob is 5-8. and eight. I have now won seven of my last eight games. Um, it's been a hell of a run. I'm 9-4. and four. Could have been you, but here we are. Crazy. <laughs> Could have been me. <laughs> That's funny. Um, no, it couldn't, Doors, all right? They hate me, the gods. They hate me. Not, uh, not too many explosions this week on my team, but there was consistency pretty much across the board, except for the guys that exploded on my bench on Thursday, and that would have been fun if they were in my starting lineup. But luckily... It didn't matter, and the 130 showed up, and the points for ultimately doesn't matter in the me versus Nick versus Rich because they are so far ahead of me, so 
I'm going to stop you right there. I think it does matter. Okay. You won. Yep. You dropped 130, and that's fine and dandy and all good. But seven days ago on this fine program, you sat here with a straight face and said, oh, it's all about matchups in the playoffs, all about matchups. I don't care how the results looked, and this isn't revisionist history, to not start those players in that type of game that was shootout destined, like that had shootout written all over it. It was like a 49-point over-under it smashed through that, and every sharp betting person that I followed were on the over in that game. This was the environment. I don't understand. I don't get it. It obviously worked out for you, but like, fine. If you want to bench DK, sure, I understand it. The benching of Dak, I was baffled, like straight baffled. I'm like, this is the game you got Dak for. I don't understand. And like, to a, like against Washington, probably a blowout, right? What are we getting out of it? I don't know. I just thought like, it was such a puzzling choice considering you were just saying that all oh, the matchups matter, the matchups matter. This is the game that like Dak would catch a touchdown or DK would catch a touchdown or Dak who's been on fire. So it's not like, oh, he's been slow the last however long. Like this was the game against that shitty Seattle, Seattle secondary and they can put up points too. I was stunned. I was truly stunned. And you didn't, you look, you didn't have to pay for it. So who cares? It's water under the bridge. But in a playoff game, yikes. Josh Downs over him? Over DK? Come on. You done? I've let you talk now for 90 seconds. Are you are you good? <laughs> Have you gotten everything you need out of this? Yes, please go. Here's the Defend thing. Defend yourself, you wrong coward. Here's the go thing. Ahead. I went and I acquired a lot of depth, as you know. And I want to play matchups as we get to the, the promised land, which is the playoffs. Now it's time for the guys that I acquired to prove to me that they actually deserve to be here when the going actually gets tough. I'm happy I won. It sucks that I left these guys on the bench, but DK is now an every week starter, even if it's in a tough, tough matchup, which is what the Dallas game looked to be. I know this is a receiver room with three different guys. He's an alpha. Now I see it. That's awesome. DK's back in the lineup. Guess what's happening to Josh Downs? He's gone. He's off my roster. See you later. Don't need that guy anymore. Put the guy in because it looked like it was a good matchup. I saw people saying that, oh yeah, it's going to be great for this guy. Whatever. It's fine. It doesn't matter. DK's back in. And Dak and Tua, again, I'm playing matchups. I saw a better matchup in Tua taking on the literal worst secondary I've ever seen in Washington, a game that was going to be a 45-point output for Miami. The question was, how were they going to get those points? I saw Tua having a good game. He did. Dax was better. That's fine. Dak is looking like an MVP candidate. I'm going to be starting Dak Prescott next week. I can make those mistakes now. I can't make those mistakes in weeks 15, 16, and 17, and I will be there. So sucks to see that on a Thursday. With those guys on my bench, glad it worked out. These guys have proven they deserve it. So they will be in. Just the, sounds like you're point chasing. It's weird. Point chasing. Weird. Yeah, you're just chasing points. Like, oh, Dak went, DK went off last week. Well, he's not playing the Dallas Cowboys again next week. Who's he got? Yeah, but oh, baby, you lucky son of a bitch. San Fran, Philly, Tennessee. Wow, that's a great playoff schedule. But that's not Holy lucky shit. son of a bitch. That's me looking for matchups that are good when I had to trade a guy in Kenneth Walker who had the worst possible so, so matchups me, in the so, playoffs. So the question then is, let's say DK puts up eight points this week. You don't start him against San Fran. Nah, he's going in. He's now going to be an every week starter for me. I've been right. waiting. Uh-huh. DK, look, listen to me. Uh-huh. Listen, listen to me. Liar. DK's been waiting to blow up. He's been waiting. He, he has not scored touchdowns this year. He des- has deserved better. He's going to produce. I just didn't think it was coming like this on this game. And I hear what you're saying. 
I know it was going to be a high-scoring game. I still thought there were a few mouths to feed in that receiving room, and he showed up to be the alpha in that game. So that's 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 it. That's what it is. Alrighty, Rob side of things. Jamar Chase. Anything to report? Good game. Ah, Jamar Chase. Good game with Jake Browning's kind of good, man. I was impressed with Jake Browning. He's not afraid. He's not afraid to chug it. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. His college stuff is actually quite quite good. Yeah. Um. It's actually pretty impressive. I'm like, wow, where has this guy been? And like, again, no one in the world talks about it because we're just too busy saying Marcus Mariota is fucking actually should be starting over Hertz. You know, like, give me a break. I, um, but yeah, no, I was I was very impressed with him. And hey, that's good news because Rob needs Jamar if he wants to make the playoffs. He needs him badly. Are we going to for the second week in a row revisit the is Rob going to keep Sam Laporta conversation? playing himself into it more and more the saints can't stop tight ends i don't know why they're they just suck holy fuck um i mean it's not the craziest thing he's he's fucking great he's so good he and he has a gift to use with him all the time just the door slamming shot i mean it's you know it's just the writing's on the wall here i think if the season were to end today and we were to go into the draft the combination of garrett wilson brandon Ayuk, jamar chase uh, Jameer Gibbs and Sam Laporta. Any of those guys, whoever he were to drop back in, including Saquon Barkley, are all first-round talents from our draft perspective. They all are, I think, based on what they've yeah? done this year. I think they are. I think they are. And some of them are just in bad I think situations there's some right tough, now. I think there's some tough decisions there. But that's what I'm saying. I think no matter yeah. who Rob chooses, again, the offseason will tell us more stories. But if the season were to end today, and this is how we were going to go into next year, I think each of these guys is first-round in our league talents. As in fourth round. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, that's what I mean. Like, I'm not saying it's a tough choice. Like, obviously, it's a tough choice for Rob. But, like, even in the first round, like, let's say you have the, like, put yourself in the shoes, right? You have this fourth overall pick. You really pulling the trigger on on Jameer Gibbs and, like, doing it with confidence? Are you really pulling the trigger on Saquon and doing it with confidence? Like, I don't know, man. That's that's a debate. It might be. But if I'm Ryan with three first round draft picks, uh, if I'm Mike. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Right? It's guys. I'm just saying, if you're the normal, you know, you got if you're Franco and you have a pick in every round, you know what yeah, I mean? For sure. Like it's, I don't know. He, he's going to end up and and, up, and just in terms of value, it's it's like I don't know, it's a little tricky. Like, what do you value? I don't know how to value Jameer Gibbs right now. I have no idea. I, I know it's it's for me. It's always betting on the talent, but that doesn't always work out for me, as we know. But direct correlation between him being good when Monty's off off the field versus when he's on. I mean, it's crazy. You just look at the game logs. Hundred percent. It's wild. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, going to be interesting. That's for sure. Uh, who do I got for Rob here? Who do I got for Rob? Oh, I got I got the Packers for Rob, okay? Rob's the Packers. Probably should be better, right? Iconic franchise, Duck, Duck, Cock from day one, <laughs> right? Really good stuff. Um, he drafts really well for the most part, right? Gets some guys that you're excited about. Has one chip. Did it once, but should probably have a few more considering some of the players that he's had over the course of this league's history. It's got some doozies here, right? Guys had, like, he had fucking Megatron for a while. Yeah. Hey, Adrian Peterson, if I am stand corrected. Yep. Uh, he's now got Jamar Chase. Like, you know, like, it's just been a, a carousel of elite, elite fantasy players. And he's got one chip to show for it. Kind of like Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Kind of embarrassing. That's who am I to say? I got no chips. What the fuck am I saying? Rob should be insulted that you just compared him and his franchise to Aaron Rodgers. That hurts to the core. That, that's tough. <laughs> but he's you know he's got he's the clown. So you know he, he understands. My um my comp is not nearly as good. This is the one that I had the hardest time with. I wrote down 
in quotes, sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit uh, for Rob's team. And I put the Jacksonville, <laughs> put the Jacksonville Jaguars. And oh, nice. for nothing other than I just look at the talent and I expect more every year. They have Trevor Lawrence. They should be better. But then things like this year happen to Rob where it's like, what's going on? And then the Jags, why are you losing to Jake Browning on Monday Night Football when you're eight-point favorites and everyone's picked you in their survivor pools? Why are you doing this? Why are you only scoring, Rob, 91 points with the six guys we just listed on your roster? It's not his fault. It's just there's something in the water supply over there, and they've got to mix things up. Mm. Should be better. Jags should be better. I chose Jags. I like that. I like that. Uh, Your side. What do I have for you? I feel like I have a decent one for you. Do I have a decent one for you? Steelers. Let me think. Hold on. I knew there was be one I forgot about or fucked up. Oh, the Steelers. I know why you're the Steelers. Here's why you're the Steelers, Doors. Hold on. Hold on. Renny Leap. Hold on. Go ahead. We agree on this one. It's the first one we both got (gasps) right. Yeah. We both got Chargers. No way. We both got Chargers, but you spoiled that one for me yesterday. Uh, So. Sorry. That's okay. But. Without communicating on the other nine, we actually both nailed this. Can't wait to hear what you say because I'm going to probably yes. think similar things. Yeah, go ahead. I was really hoping that was going to happen. Yeah. That's exciting. That's great. Um, okay, here's what I got. Here's how I got it for you. Perennial playoff team. Some years you have no idea how the fuck it happened. Yep. Like no clue. Like right now, we're just like looking at it going, huh? How does it work? But you never quite do anything once it comes playoff time. I know you made two finals. You never let us hear the end of it. I get it. But at the end of the day... You somehow miraculously pull out an 11-5 and five season. Why? Because you have a good head coach. You're smart. You know what you're doing. Make good waiver moves. Make good trades for the most part. And somehow you just find yourself there as like a 4-5 or five seed. And everyone's just wondering how the fuck that happens. If we were to have a bookie look at our league every year and set over-under wins and odds to make the playoffs and shit like that, you, the same way as the Steelers, are always... Their line is always 8.5 wins. It's never not 8.5 wins as a season win total. And everyone goes, oh, man, I don't know. And you always exceed it. You're like the Raptors for all those years. You always exceeded those that win total every single year. Your win total every year. Someone would be putting you down, considering your keepers over the years, like probably, yeah, like seven and a half, eight wins around there. And somehow we look up and you're fucking like 10 and four. And no one, no one can explain it except you because you know what you're doing. So that's that. You took many of the words out of my mouth. The only things I'll add is whether I'm keeping Mike Davis or the Steelers are drafting a guy who looks like he's running in mud like Najee Harris. It doesn't matter. We find (laughs) ways to overcome some of these very glaring obstacles. Um, This franchise may not be winning championships, but every year we're finding some way to get it done. Winning records every year, only one year in 10 missing the playoffs. That happened a couple years ago. So like me and Mike Tomlin, uh, just always competing if you're a member of this franchise. That's that's big all Mike. Is. Mike Tomlin's got the voodoo, man. He's got the voodoo. <laughs> Unbelievable. He's he's the Nick Dotto of uh, of the NFL. Okay. Just just does a naked rain dance right before training camp every single year, oh. and somehow it works out. Incredible. Me and Mike Tomlin. The Steelers are what? What? Are, like where are they right now in the NFL standings? They're seven and five. <laughs> <laughs> How is that possible? Like. And, and and to begin the negative season, negative thirty-seven point differential. It's crazy. And to bro. begin the season, they weren't looked at as anything. Like they weren't supposed to be good. They weren't supposed to be a great day, a great team. I mean, and my team was projected to be ten of ten at a two and twelve record to start the season. The power rankings based on two Yahoo, and ten, right? Two and ten. Two, two and ten. Sorry, what did I say? Ten. Two and ten. 
Yeah, yeah, ten and ten. Two we and don't ten. play twenty games. I wish. Thank God. And and the power rankings, thanks to Yahoo, have me right at six, right smack in the middle of the league where you don't really want to be just on the edge of the playoffs there. So yeah, man, it's just whatever. Just finding ways. Just gotta just gotta come through one of these years, right? Steelers last one, like, I don't know, twenty years ago it was pathetic, but yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. They gotta get there. Proud franchise though. The franchise of Alex Dorf. Great franchise. Great franchise. Yeah. Great franchise. Black and yellow. Black and yellow. Oh, my God. The NFL sucks this year. I'm just looking at the standings. Like, you know, this is bad. There, this is so have, bad. But there have been some- There's going to be, like, three fucking below 500 NFC playoff teams. Like, who thought this was a good idea to expand the playoffs? Who thought this was good? Ugh. Look at the AFC. The vaunted AFC. Miami's good. Baltimore's good. Kansas City's good. After that, Jacksonville, we don't really know. Pittsburgh sucks. Cleveland sucks. The Colts, like, I guess. I'm hoping the Texans make it. At least they're exciting. Denver's knocking on the door. Like, this is <laughs> terrible. Like, holy shit, man. What happened? <laughs> That's a whole different podcast. <laughs> the Vikings would be the sixth seed. Like, who the fuck wants to watch that? Oh, God. And that's this the thing. Bad. Vikings being the sixth seed would have happened. They would have been a playoff team three years ago before the format changed because right, sixth right. seed was a thing. Two buys, four teams play in that wild card weekend or whatever it is. And um, yeah, it's crazy. Pitiful. Yeah. It's so bad. Anyway, I digress. Um, when's the season over? <laughs> not, not soon enough, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for it to be done. We are. I cannot wait. We have doors in my in my other league, my uh, eight team league, where I'm third place, shocking, and chasing down a fucking bye week. <laughs> I have already lost by putting up 161 points, and this past week, it came down. Just to, I'm just saying this to illustrate how insane, how insanely out of, on fantasy I am. I won 145.72 to 145.16. Oh. And it's because that game went to overtime. I had Evan Ingram and he got that one extra catch and he had Brandon McManus who missed the field goal. And I swear to God, Doors, if I lost that matchup, I was like going to just uninstall Yahoo for the rest of my life, delete the account. You guys would have never seen me again. It would have been over. Tough. But I won. Thank God. Here we go. We are so lucky. Chasing down the bye. We're so lucky to have you. (laughs) It's, uh, It's December the 6th today. We're recording on a Wednesday the last day of the fantasy season is January 2nd. That'll be championship week for loser bracket and regular championship bracket. So just January 2nd. We're less Must than a month nice. away, man. That's it. Less than a month away from the end of the year. There we go. There we go. All right, that's all I got, buddy. That's it. Have a great uh, rest of your Wednesday, man. We have like so many hours left in our day because we recorded a little earlier. That's fun. I know. I'm going to play some Warzone tonight. Oh. It's going to be great. I'm excited. Oh, back wow. on the COD train here. Might be back on Fortnite. After Thomas. my baby screams at me for fucking three hours. <laughs> Got to blow off some steam and shoot some noobs in the fucking face. You uh, you would not enjoy this new Fortnite season. You should try it, but it's uh, it's electric. No? I think I think it might just be a little too much for you. It just it might be, but I think you should try it because I was skeptical. Yeah, I'm going to give it a try. It's been really fun. Really, really fun. I won't knock it till I try it. The map looks beautiful. It's the it's, the guns seem like a lot. There's a lot going on, but yeah, I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it a try. I'll there are aspects of, of the mods that you might like, and you're not necessarily modifying yourself, but you're picking up modded guns. And some things do some things, and other things do different things. You'll give it a shot. It'll be great. Anyway, that's it. We're supposed I like to. Be I can. Ar- I can hear Mike going nerds. I can hear him. I can hear him. <laughs> Whatever. Shut up, Mike. Um, yeah, bitch. Get fucked. Miss the playoffs, pussy. Good luck, Tones. Good luck playing Spoiler to Rob this week. Uh, Take care. All the best.
I gotta pick up a tight end. I don't know.